Hey, it's Charlie here. Welcome to episode 86 of the Your Time to Grow podcast. If you don't already know me, I'm a certified personal and career coach who helps you minimise your doubts and maximise your potential. I am also an early riser. It's 5am and I am up, working, well, mostly. There may also be a little bit of catching up on social media too, because it's all about balance, right? Balance is like the sea, ever-changing and always returning to a natural, calm state at some point. It's not something to be reached and firmly maintained, it's flexible, and with a bit of awareness, it's easy to bring more balance into your life. Remember that balance is particular to you. Everyone creates their own balance, what feels right to them. The key is not to try and change everything at once, but to make small adjustments over time to determine what works for you. So on that note, I thought I might go through some ways that you can bring balance into your life, compiled through talking to people who feel balanced in their own lives, and you can choose the strategies which resonate with you. So the first thing would be flexibility. Nine till five no longer applies. With self-employment and flexible working on the rise, we are now free to choose how and when we work. I understand that to many people getting up at 5am doesn't look balanced, but for me, it feels good and allows me to have some autonomy about how and when I work. Some days I work longer than others, but other days I do no work and focus on the other priorities in my life. By giving yourself the flexibility to do business at all hours of the day or night, you're actually better able to enjoy your work and your family even more. Which brings me on to boundaries. Because with flexibility comes a responsibility to create boundaries. These might be fixed. So, for example, a no working rule after a certain time or on a particular day. Or it could be more flexible approach. So, if it's a good time, I answer the phone. If not, it goes to answer phone and I will get back to you at a convenient time for me. In my opinion, with a flexible approach, we must be even more mindful of our boundaries. Otherwise, we end up working all of the time and feeling more imbalanced. I set my boundaries through working specific days of the week and then if I need to, making a conscious choice to work outside of those boundaries. So, for example, at the moment I have my youngest daughter at home because the childminder has COVID and so instead of being able to work through the day, I'm not able to do that because she is around. So I'm working early mornings and late evenings and I'm letting my clients know that for a one-off This is what's happening and this is the reason why. Number three, you can't do everything. Sometimes you have to say no. Ah, those two little letters. So easy to say when you're three, but not so easy when you're an adult. Whilst it might feel uncomfortable to say no, one of my clients yesterday was talking about how she feels so guilty when she says no to her clients. But it's imperative that we do so sometimes because balance means looking after ourselves too. If we give too much away, we end up with an empty cup and that is not ideal for anyone. To say no to anything that is neither essential or doesn't add up to something valuable in your life. Be ruthless. And if you're struggling, here's a few questions that you might want to ask yourself. Is this going to give me a feeling of accomplishment and a feeling of happiness? Does this fit with my values? If I say yes to this, what am I saying no to? Which brings me on to number four. Be realistic. 
having a balanced life means being realistic. This means being realistic about the fact that some things are just not going to get done and that's okay. And those things may or may not get done in the future. The best piece of advice I heard was to be honest about why you're not getting a task done. Perhaps you don't want to. Perhaps it's not a priority right now. But once you understand and admit what's going on, you can make a decision and prioritise what is important to you. You can disconnect. Yeah, I hear the excuses already, but try it at least for one day or even a few hours each night. Put the phone down and turn off the computer. Give your brain a rest. Take regular breaks and look away from the computer. Make a cup of tea or put a load of washing on. Maybe that's just me. I have an app on my phone called Digital Wellness, which turns my phone off at an appointed time. Um, Not off completely, but it turns it into grayscale, which makes things much less appealing to look at. And it also stops um, any calls or any notifications coming through, which can be frustrating for those people trying to uh, reach me after nine o'clock at night. But it's important that I spend some time, um, you know, quietening down before bed. So there are other apps available um, or you might choose to literally turn off your phone and put it uh, in a different room or, you know, make a ban Um, on a particular day and when you're disconnecting it gives you the opportunity to connect so setting aside quality time with your family and friends really connect and pay attention to those you care about it takes effort but it is worth it so make a date with your significant other have a coffee with a friend play a game fully with a child listen completely and see how your relationships grow and finally Oh no, not quite finally. Penultimate one. I matter mindset. I know I sound like a broken record. And although we know about self-care, few of us actually do it, including me, instantly. Part of the reason I talk about this all the time is a permanent reminder to myself. Making time for you is probably the hardest thing to do when you feel overworked and overwhelmed, but it is crucial for lowering stress increasing happiness and encouraging creativity. You could try meditation, writing, sketching, doing some yoga or simply sitting quietly for a few minutes each day and doing absolutely nothing. It doesn't need to be costly. A glass of wine, your favourite coffee or tea, a scented candle or beautiful flowers will make a huge impact. I ask you, when was the last time you took some time out of your day just for you? And the final one celebrating success and failure. Remember that both accomplishments and failures are part of balance. Many of us don't pay equal attention to both and if you're someone who focuses on your failures try to notice small moments of success. Observe the feelings they bring and see if you can figure out what makes you have to focus on the negative instead of the positive and if you can't that's okay. It's normal to fall out of that awareness back into more familiar thoughts Just go back to the positive when you can. That's balance. Thank you so much for listening today. Remember to leave any comments or questions and I will pop back and answer them. You can join my LinkedIn group for live videos, webinars and wisdom from the rest of the tribe. And if you're feeling burnt out, you're running on empty or you're generally feeling like you're not in balance, Get in touch over at Your Time to Grow, where you can find information about the Career Circle, a mastermind group for women who are juggling work-life balance, trying to do it all. 
and wondering if there is another way. Join me back here next Tuesday for the next episode.